Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, glad to have you here on the radio show. Jaime Lagos, <clears throat> that's my name. Pleasured, pleased, and thrilled I am to be here on the show. Uh, Jimmy is uh, getting my name, and uh, happy Monday, everybody. The 10th day of July, year of our Lord, 2023. And uh, here we go. Uh, boy, I'm reading the news this morning. As I said, I get my weather forecast out in front of me. Uh, we keep talking about heat in summertime and uh, Colorado and how we've had relatively a very mild winter, so, excuse me, summer, and a very wet summer as well. And we've all acknowledged that. It's probably been the conversation around water coolers. But I'm reading this morning as I'm up bright and early and I'm sitting here reading. It says 37, millions Amer- 37 million Americans are on alert for dangerous heat today. <clears throat> so I looked at our forecast and we'll be in the low 90s. So I don't think that's dangerous heat, but it is uh, It is heat from the southwest parts of to all the way to Florida. Uh, extreme heat is expected. Even Death Valley, California. So we got our east coast of, of the southwest parts of Florida going to be really hot and humid today. Death Valley, California going to get up to 125 by Sunday. Uh, you know, if you move to a place called Death Valley, it's it's kind of on you, right? It, 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 at least, well, there's a town in Arizona I looked up called Snowflake. They're going to have record heat today, too. So, you know, if you, if you get record heat in Death Valley, okay, maybe you should have paid attention. If you get record heat in Snowflake, Arizona, well, maybe, maybe, just maybe, um, well, maybe that's not your fault. Maybe you should have done a little bit more research. But anyway, it, it, wherever you're at listening on the iHeartRadio app, if you're in Colorado, we should be okay. 97 tomorrow. I'm going to push that 100-degree mark, the century mark. But um, at least on this Monday, the 10th day of July, year of our Lord, 2023, the day the Lord has made, this is... Um, all right, this is it. It's going to be a hot day, but uh, stay stay cool out there. Have some cold water. I mean, yeah, yeah. Current cool. Death Valley temperature, 297 degrees. Like it's hot now, summer in the city. Hot like it's hot. Oh, my God. It's so hot. That's hot. Yeah, it's not going to be that hot for us, but if you're traveling elsewhere, it's going to be hot. All right, glad to have you here on the radio show. Joe Biden has touched ground uh, in the United Kingdom. He was just now parading uh, around with King Charles, two old fellers walking around inspecting the troops. I'm always watching, and I remember when we had the Queenie over there, the Queen, Queen Elizabeth, and uh, it was always said, don't touch her. You're not supposed to touch her. And I kept noticing, and I, I don't fault the guy. It's kind of a common thing we do in America, as King Charles would walk around in front of Joe, Joe would it looked like put his hand on his back, kind of like, you go first, sir. And I don't know if that's protocol or not. I remember the queenie, you weren't supposed to touch her. Uh, but is that the same rule for the king? I don't know. I don't know all these rules of uh, pomp and circumstance, but... <laughs> I, I'm watching, I'm reading all these stories in the news today. I've got stories out the, um, 
ears here of just things that are going on. You had President Biden do an interview before he headed to the UK yesterday, and he announced a national security secret. And the White House was like, "Well, he didn't." What what he did uh, was he said that Ukraine is running low on certain ammunitions, and we've been giving it to him. Now we're running low, so uh, not necessarily good for the commander in chief to tell uh, the uh, the. Uh, tell your tell your tell the enemies of your country or your allies' country. Supposedly Ukraine, a big ally of ours, uh, has been announced. That, hey, we're running low on ammunition, so just keep it coming. We're going to run out soon. That was that was on a morning show yesterday. I mean, we're talking red team, blue team, middle team. Everybody went crazy and said, "What the heck are you saying that for?" I mean, it may be true, but you just don't want to do that. Also, uh, something else that was announced by the Biden administration when it comes to Ukraine, something that the United States has always stood against is cluster munitions, cluster bombs. As a matter of fact, Jen Psaki said that when Russia was using <clears throat> cluster bombs against Ukraine early on, uh, that this was a crime against humanity. This is a war crime. We should not be using that. Well, the White House also, I think by accident, released that, hey, we're giving uh, Ukrainians uh, cluster bombs. Uh, which we've always said we don't participate in. Matter of fact, there was a speech back in the 80s, uh, early 90s, in which Joe Biden talked about how it's a, it's a human rights violation to use these things. So a lot of weird stuff happening out of the White House uh, this weekend regarding Ukraine. I mean, here we have our, our, our policies that we've long stood for as a country uh, being turned on their head. Why? Because I guess we like this Vladimir Zelensky guy. Uh, he, he's evidently a, a sexy fellow. Or so. we don't, we, we, we're infatuated by Vladimir Zelensky and the Ukrainians, and so things that uh, normally should not be made public are being made public, and things that uh, normally we would not participate in, we're participating in. Why? We don't know. We, we, we don't know. But billions and billions of dollars, while well, you're still paying too much money for gasoline, it, uh, to billions and billions of dollars, because why? Because we're told our government, our betters, <clears throat> tell us that, that is exactly how things should be. Hey, let me go over the lineup on today's show. Friday, I went to the airwaves behind this very microphone, and I told you that I had had a lunch the previous day, which had been Thursday, in downtown London, uh, Loveland. I said Loveland because that's where the president's at right now. I have had lunch in London. It's a, a, a glorious place. Westminster, we call it all London. London's actually just a small part of it. It's really Westminster, but no, that's just a little lesson for you in case you didn't know. Anyway, I had a lot lunch with a friend in downtown Loveland this past Thursday. And on Friday, I opined and said, what the heck happened to downtown Loveland? They recently had, had a lot of renovation, uh, lofts and apartments and renovations and a big movie theater. It's it just some things that were supposed to make downtown Loveland an attraction. And as I was driving in uh, to Loveland, I said, "Where? What the heck is this?" And it was—it was like people lined up on the side of the streets, and was just sitting there, staring off into space, shopping carts. It was a, a pretty drastic uh, experience as far as just the homelessness. And, and then I started talking to my friends who I was having lunch with, and I said, "Yeah, he—he—he's he, trying to figure out how to get out of downtown Loveland. It's not necessarily a positive experience for him. And even if it's..." 
kids or children show up at the business, he doesn't let them go far wandering outside of the business without supervision because you will get panhandled, you'll get harangued, and you'll get harassed. So I asked on the air what is up with Loveland, and many of you sent me emails, uh, some longtime residents, some former residents, some people just messaged me, Jimmy, yeah, it's getting bad. And I, I looked all over the websites and tried to find any kind of a plan or a comprehensive plan to make sure Loveland, uh, I mean, they just did all that renovation down there. And evidently has become a magnet for all sorts of some stuff. Anyway, I reached out to Mayor Pro Tem, Loveland Town Council Ward 4, the Mayor Pro Tem of Loveland. His name is Don Overcash, and Don Overcash is going to be on the program this morning. And um, I just realized I didn't put his number on the list. I sent Mark. So I, I, let me send that over to him. Uh, but Don Overcash going to be on the program this morning at 8.05. So if you're a Loveland fan, a lo- someone that uh, pays attention to Northern Colorado, and you too have noticed that Loveland, uh, it's a little quaint downtown. It really is a lot of uh, old school shops and bars and restaurants and, and things like that. It's, it's very, a lot of potential. But when your business owners down there are telling me that it's you just it's 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 not a, it's not good. I saw a homeless encampment like inside the parking garage near the movie theaters. I mean, just that, that tents, full blown tents there. And I'm not sure what the policy is. We'll talk to Don Overcash, Loveland Town Council, Ward 4, and also a mayor pro tem for Loveland. <clears throat> He'll be on the program at 8.06 this morning. Set your alarm, 8.06 this morning. I mentioned the heat across America. Uh, 37 million people under ultra heat dangers today. We're not under that heat danger today in Colorado, but it's going to be warm. We're going to be in the 90s, maybe we have 97 or so by tomorrow. So we're going to get up there. But it's also summertime not only... In places like Chicago and big cities, a place where the heat gets up to you, it's also a place where crime is on the increase. And we've talked about crime across America. We've talked about how Colorado now leads a couple of the categories across America when it comes to crime. We've talked about bank robbery. We've talked about auto theft. We've just talked about uh, just all sorts of weird crimes. Colorado has become a very criminal-infested state. And what are those policies? We'll discuss kind of the crime across America, uh, protection of police. We'll talk more about that. I, I was talking to an officer, and I won't say which division or which um, agency he was with, but I was talking to him, and he was talking about uh, how many people are on patrol when he's on patrol. And he said it's a shocking number. The public would be horrified to know that in X number of square miles, we at one time only have X number of people out on patrol and or available to you. And I said, why is that? He said, we just don't have people. We're back. If you go to uh, the people that if you go to the academies, whether it's state patrol or whatever, there's just nobody wanting to sign up for this job. We have made it a, a job that nobody wants with all the protests and accusations and always under fire. And we're going to put them in jail, those cops. It, it, it's not good. Hey, we'll talk crime in America, crime and police in America. That's coming up at uh, 635 this morning. So that's the next segment of the show. Uh, Donna Carter joins us on that conversation. Also, it's also interesting to watch. I was watching King Charles and 
uh, King Charles and President Biden traipse around and inspecting the troops is what they call it. They're at the Windsor Castle. And it's beautiful to see all the pomps and circ- pomp and circumstance. But I mentioned the Ukrainian story. I mentioned the uh, United States admitting that we're running out of ammunition. We're now approving cluster bombs, which has been against policy in America for some reason. All of this got leaked or talked about just openly by the president yesterday. And a lot of folks, especially in the low ammunition stock, are going, that was not probably something you you weren't supposed to say the quiet part out loud. You were behind closed doors, but he did. Well, I have to tell you this one here. You ready? I'm watching. Now, I know the king of of England is largely ceremonial. The policy is made by the parliament. It's made by the the prime minister. But I I just thought it kind of the irony of it or the uh, symbolism of it that said all this pomp and all this circumstance and looking at the troops and looking at all the things around the castle. It said King Charles and President Biden to discuss to discuss climate change. All right, you got to inspect the troops so that the two old fellers can sit down and talk about climate change. That's the pressing thing uh, that these two uh, old fellers walking around had to um, had to dive into. All right. What else do I have to get to today? Lots of lots of things to get to uh, on the program. Anybody see the the movie? The the has anybody seen that the movie that is raising so much controversy uh, because it deals with the topic of um it, it deals with the topic of human trafficking it's it, fascinating to watch the reaction that it's getting at the theaters i have not seen it i did not have time this weekend but i i'm just asking why is it that you think that um people are so appalled it, it evidently has beat indiana jones it's called sound of freedom and it's Jim Caviezel who played the part of Jesus in the uh, Passion of the Christ. He's out there. And it's become the number one theater movie in America. And it's all about child trafficking. And it's funny to see how, I think it was on MSNBC or something, they said, if you watch this, this is uh, this is really just fantasy for the QAnon crowd. What was the last time they brought up the QAnon name? Anybody remember that one? Uh, QAnon kind of petered out. That was a view. Now it's the MAGA Republicans. Well, ev- evidently, we all know. Uh, matter of fact, last week we talked about this on the program that the United States of America is one of the largest uh, child trafficking nations in all of the globe. That's always known. Uh, we talk about that every year at Super Bowl reason, the Super Bowl season. Uh, the child trafficking units are always paying attention because child trafficking is a real deal in America, partially because of the freedom of movement we have, partially because of the open borders we have, uh, that we're not checking things out. And so we know that it's a real deal. We know that America is a huge sinful part of child trafficking around the globe and yet because i for some reason a movie gets made about it a movie starts talking about it and somebody says it is really just feeding conspiracy theories and i'm thinking wait for years we're told every super bowl season that child trafficking and child process all this stuff is is real and yet for some reason it becomes, I guess, and the only thing I could think of is in the movie, the portrayal is they're coming across the southern border. And so and that's the only reason I can think of. Uh, so many people are <clears throat> so appalled by this movie is that it exposes that 
child trafficking can happen because of bad political policy. And yet that is the truth. The truth shall set you free. Uh, anyway, it's defeating everybody, even the new Indiana Jones at the box office. That was the latest one, week number one. I think it beat up the Barbie movie. And once again, the Hollywood elites are always confused when kind of an outside movie comes in and displaces one of their big dollar blockbusters that they thought they were going to have the summer blockbuster. And then you have a movie that shows up out of nowhere and does quite well. So if you've seen the movie, let me uh, get your thoughts on it. It's, uh, it's called The Sound of Freedom. It's a low-budget film. It bypassed a lot of the big money in Hollywood, and it's performing well. And that's why you have so many people in Hollywood and or the elite news media very bothered by it and very bothered that it would portray... <clears throat> Uh, child trafficking uh, on the big screen, even though we all know it exists. But the best I can figure they're so upset is because not only does this movie come out of nowhere, but it also, I think because it does expose weak border policy, and yet you can look at poll after poll, and it doesn't matter. Most average Americans understand that we need to have a secure border, and this movie portrays one of the reasons we should. Something big time happened in Major League Baseball on Saturday, something that hasn't happened in 50 years. Now, I could use that as a setup to say the Colorado Rockies won a game because it's rare that they ever win a game. Well, but that's any time you have a baseball story on this program, it's probably not about the Colorado Rockies because... Hmm, boy, they're looking at their record, reading some of the news about them. They're, that, that's, a, that's a team in distress right there. Anyway, something did happen in Major League Baseball that hasn't happened in over 50 years in America, and it happened in Cincinnati. The Cincinnati Reds rookie, his name is Eli De La Cruz, hit a single in the seventh inning against the hometown Brewers. So <clears throat> now that's happened before. There's been a single hit in baseball uh, in the last 50 years. But here's what happened. Uh, he hit the single in the seventh inning against the Brewers, and then he proceeded to steal second base. And then he proceeded to steal third base, and then before another pitch had been thrown, Eli De La Cruz stole home plate. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It really is fantastic. If you haven't if you haven't seen the play, it's fun to watch. The Brewers' third baseman was far off the bag. He left it wide open. Then their pitcher nonchalantly walked back to the pitcher's mound. So De La Cruz just said, I'm out of here. Here is the play-by-play, again, of a moment of baseball history that happened hasn't happened in 50 years. Uh, somebody steals second, they steal third, and they steal home plate, and they do it all during one batter. Here we go. Uh, play the audio. He takes off again. Pitch down and in. Fame throw. There's no chance. Well, Two steals. Santa Cruz had already looked a couple of times at Brian Anderson, knowing that if he got a jump, he's going home. The throw. He stole home. The most thrilling man in baseball stole second, third, and home. <laughs> he did 
it all right there. Uh, It's fascinating to watch. But anyway, it's uh, rare that we get to do a baseball story on the radio program because baseball in Colorado, I think we still have a team, right? Yeah, I think they're still there. Uh, But anyway, that's fascinating to watch. If you're a baseball fan, there you have it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, glad to have you here on the radio show. My name is Jimmy, and uh, pleasured and pleased to be here on the show with you. Listen, if you are having any of these side effects, it could be, gentlemen, low T. It could be testosterone. Uh, Maybe it's a decrease in your libido. Maybe it's putting on weight, less productivity in the gym, not seeing the gains you want to see. Maybe it's just poor sleep or you wake up feeling tired and fall asleep after dinner or a brain fog. Maybe you're actually just sad and depressed. And, you know, it starts in your early to mid-30s. Guys start losing 2 to 3% of their testosterone production every year. It happens gradually, but before you know it, you don't feel the same like you did in your 20s or 30s. And then you say, well, I just got older. Well, it could be low T. And this is why I recommend you go to Rocky Mountain Men's Clinic, and they can get you tested real simple. Five locations in Colorado to serve you. Fort Collins, North Denver, Central Denver, Castle Rock, and Colorado Springs. It's Rocky Mountain Men's Clinic. Clinic. They're going to have a medical uh, medical consultation, some blood work, and really within 30 minutes, they can tell you what the blood work turns out. And if you do start on the low T and uh, testosterone treatment that day, by the way, the cost of the visit is only $99, and that includes the medical consultation, the T test, the PSA test. But if you sign up then for that day uh, with medical advice that you should start testosterone treatment, if you sign up that day, your appointment of that office visit, $99, is actually free. RockyMountainMensClinic.com. I told you about the five local locations, RockyMountainMensClinic.com, 720-440-7900. Make sure you tell them that Jimmy Lakey told you to be in touch. When we return on this Monday edition of the radio show, if you're listening in real time, we'll talk about crime in America. We'll also talk about the sad state of getting police to actually want to be policemen in this glorious, beautiful nation of America. It's all coming up on the program. I'm Jimmy Lakey. You're listening to me on the radio, 600 KCOL. Good morning, Colorado. Hi, everybody. My name is Jimmy. Glad to have you here. The, uh, you know, it's always, they, they show one thing on the bottom of the screen. Um, uh, you know, uh, President Biden and Prince Char- uh, Prince uh, King Charles now are out traipsing around and uh, saluting the troops and talking climate change. And that's what the media has been covering live nonstop all morning. And now I'm looking up at the news monitors and it says, well, while the president's over there saying, watch me over here with uh, King Charles, uh, the Department of Homeland Security is announcing that residents of Colombia and other places in Central America uh, can now legally enter our country if they say they have family here. If they have family here, claim to have family, <clears throat> they can just come right on in and uh, we'll deal with them later. Uh, again, open border policy, and this is a new announcement coming out over this early this morning from the Department of Homeland Security, breaking news. Um, of course, the fentanyl on the streets, a lot of the crime we have happens because it comes across the southern border. One of the reasons Colorado leads the nation when it comes to uh, auto theft in America and other crime categories. Dear old Colorado, we outperform New York and California and some of those other places of uh, Chicago in some of those categories is because of, of course, um, uh, the court 
corridor of I-25 coming up from El Paso and the illegals and the car thieving and all that stuff. That being said, my friends, it's hot time in America. 37 million Americans under severe heat advisory today. And then you also have crime on the skyrocketing. It's hot in America. Could I welcome into the program Donna Carter, president and founder of Going Ballistic. It is a 501c3 nonprofit organization been established to provide law enforcement officers in Texas with ballistic shields. Donna Carter on the hotline. Donna, good morning. Welcome to Colorado. Good morning, Jimmy. Thank you so much. Uh, let's talk about it. I've got some news stories. I mean, we can pick any state in the nation. Colorado leads a lot of categories when it comes to uh, crime and criminality in America. Uh, there's a story, eight shots Sunday morning in Kansas City, at least 30 shot during the weekend uh, in Mayor Brandon Johnson's Chicago. Chicago's always a, um, a cesspool of nonsense and crime and murder and massacre on the streets. And while we have crime percolating and growing on the street, you have politicians saying, we ought to be able to sue the makers of AR-15s and people that make the bullets. We ought to be able to sue everybody. And uh, they never deal with the root cause of crime. Well, uh, you're exactly right. And it is, um, it's just getting worse. So this idea, this American experiment that we've been doing for a couple hundred years or so, we're no longer looking at what works and logically making decisions based on based on facts because we've had the whole gun conversation around mass shootings school shootings forever and we're going around and around and around the same mountain and nothing's being done it's progressively getting worse and now it's exacerbated to where it's common yeah. Uh, you have places like Chicago. Last week, I know in uh, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, they had some uh, horrible shooting, and they said, well, they didn't have enough laws. Chicago has some of the strictest gun laws in America, and they have some of the worst gun crimes in America. Uh, it, it is amazing that for some reason we just, uh, uh, somebody, I get it, you get it, but other people just can't connect the dots that in many instances, the, the city that's locked down with more gun laws, uh, the worse the crime matters happen to be. Well, and I'll tell you what I'm discovering. So I am not historically political. I've I've always been conservative, um, but I have been sitting on the sidelines um, watching it all happen. So uh, 30 years ago, 32 years ago, Columbine happened. Um, I remember Columbine, and it was tragic. It was something brand new. And um, now... 32 years later, uh, I have a five-year-old son. And so I was very late in having children, and so I did not have a dog in the fight. And so the thing that you said about connecting the dots is the dots end with me. What have I done to help secure our freedom? What have I done to help protect our community? And we have got to start looking at those answers, and we can no longer point fingers and blame. Because if something happens to my child, at the end of the day, I'm going to lose sleep saying, what could I have done? 
Uh, the voice of Donna Carter, and uh, she has a 501c3 organization that has been established to provide law enforcement officials in Texas with ballistic shields. Let's talk about this thing you have done, uh, because obviously our police are not safe on the streets uh, out there as they have become the hunted, oftentimes in some of these cities. Uh, talk about your organization called Going Ballistic. So, uh, I, Uvalde was the catalyst and then my brother-in-law is a retired texas ranger and a few days after that happened um i called him and just was like what do we need to do and wanted to have a fundraiser or something and it was just one of those conversations that um he goes it's funny you called and we talked for you know an hour or more and he told me things um that i didn't know like part of the waiting that was done which i'm sure you and your listeners have all seen was because they were told that a rifle resistant ballistic shield was on its way and it was coming from the next county and i just thought well doesn't every county have one and the answer is no. And I called my local sheriff's department, asked if it were to happen tomorrow, are we ready? The answer was no. And it really just kind of started there. And, and I thought about doing it one time. And, you know, then it was like, well, you ought to just get a 501c3. And that way you can keep doing it going forward, you know. And I no more know what I'm doing than the man in the moon. But it kind of took on a life of its own. I hope and pray that I don't mess it up. But it's it's really just I want to look at my son and say, Mama tried. Yeah. I'm not going to do nothing. The voice of Donna uh, Donna Carter, president of a uh, founder of an organization called Going Ballistic, and they provide uh, law enforcement in Texas with ballistic shields. Uh, obviously, you're just getting started in Texas, but uh, you, you, the website looks fantastic. You got some opportunities; everybody can help, and maybe you'll expand beyond the great state, the, the great boundaries of my my home state, the the great state of Texas. If folks want to get involved, you have an event coming up. Uh, it's uh, it's goingballistic.org, goingballistic.org. Am I correct? That is correct. And yes, I don't. I'm. I hope this takes root and people can see that they can equip themselves. That we don't have to wait and elect somebody to do it. We don't have to wait for them to do it. That we're going to have to start doing it for ourselves. Yep. That person in the mirror is the one that is going to have to do something and. So it really starts with that personal question. What am I doing or am I doing nothing? Goingballistic.org. Donna, you mentioned Columbine. That was 1999, 24 years ago, and it uh, propelled me oh. to get into talk radio. And I was uh, doing music radio at the time, and suddenly I was uh, being called across America to <clears throat> give commentating and uh, thoughts, and suddenly I had a talk radio gig. But uh, 1999, I know it well, and unfortunately, we um, uh, still have these kind of things still going on. Donna Carter, I appreciate you hopping on the radio show again. Goingballistic.org. Goingballistic.org. Make sure you uh, check out the website. And again, the rifle-resistant ballistic shields, it's all inspired out of the Uvalde shooting. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I must take a break here. But if you want to um, follow the bouncing ball, I'll be right back here. We'll turn the page into the next segment of the show. want to remind you also... 8.05 this morning, Mayor Pro Tem of Loveland and Loveland Town Council Member Ward 4, Don Overcash, is going to jump on the program, help us um, have a little clear understanding 
Uh, what's happening in Loveland, downtown Loveland? I noticed a homeless problem down there. I have some local businesses talking about crime problems down there, camping. We discuss 8.05 this morning. Mark your calendar and uh, set an alarm. We'll be back. I'll be back. You'll be back. We'll all be back. News Talk 600 KCOL. All right, good morning to you, my friends. Pleasure to be here. I, I, you always got to laugh when uh, certain things happen, and it uh, couldn't happen to a nicer person, right? Uh, anybody recall last week as we were just getting back on the radio after the 4th of, 4th of July, you found out that the um, Vermont-based Ben and Jerry's, a uh, long time known to be a very, let's say, progressive organization, and they... Uh, they 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 they're leftists. Ben and Jerry's. A lot of folks won't eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream because they don't like the politics, which is your prerogative to do that. And over the Fourth of July, they they issued a statement from the company. Uh, said all the Fourth of July, who doesn't love a good parade, some tasty barbecue, and a stirring fireworks display? The only problem with all that is that it can uh, it can distract from the essential truth about the nation's birth. The U.S. was founded on stolen indigenous land. Uh, ben and Jerry's statement continued last week and said this year, let's commit to returning it, adding that the first place to start is Mount Rushmore in um, South Dakota, followed by followed by the Black Hills. Give those back. Uh, but here we have a problem now that, uh, you know, Ben and Jerry's is virtue signaling and say, hey, you know, we live in Vermont <clears throat> and you ba- people out in the flyover country, uh, South Dakota ought to give back Mount Rushmore and the Black Hills. Well, Turns out a tribal chief over the weekend uh, with ties to the Native American nation that originally inhabited the land in Vermont. It happens to be the very land in Vermont where Ben and Jerry has his headquarters, uh, raised his hand and said, hey, speaking of stolen lands, if you're going to be given land back, uh, we would be interested in having the land that your headquarters sits on and we'd uh, take Vermont. Uh, Don Stevens, who's the chief of the Nolhegan Band of the Kusuk Abenaki Nation, which is descended from the nation that once controlled parts of modern-day Vermont, told Newsweek in an interview that the nation has always been interested in reclaiming the stewardship of our lands. And he says Ben and Jerry's has not approached us about to approach the nation about giving us our land back. Isn't it fascinating? I just find it interesting there. Ben and Jerry's from the safeties of their liberal enclaves in. Vermont uh, demand that Christy Nome and the uh, U.S. Park Services in South Dakota give back Mount Rushmore and the Black Hills to the Indians. And the tribe, the nation that says, hey, you know, you're on our stolen land in Vermont. Your headquarters is built on our sacred holy land. Uh, why don't you give that back? So far, uh, there has there has been no comment from uh, there has been no comment from uh, the Ben and Jerry's. Uh, the, the, now, ben, a lot of folks are saying they're going to boycott. Some people are saying make Ben and Jerry's like Bud Light, and, and that's fine. I, protesting I, again, I got no problem. If you don't want to drink Bud, I don't drink a lot of beer, so Bud Light ain't a big deal. I, it doesn't change my habit. I rarely have ice cream. I'm not a sweets guy, and ice cream is not my suite of choice. I mean, occasionally. Uh, you head over, and, but you know I'm the guy that yeah. Can I get the like little tiny baby blizzard or uh, whatever ice cream soft serve cone? I, I, well, the smallest because after about two 
or three bites of it, I'm kind of done. And I always say something like, that's as much sugar as I need or much sweets as I need all year. So anyway, Ben and, ben and Jerry's, a lot of people saying they're going to protest and not buy Ben and Jerry's. I don't know. Maybe you will. Maybe you won't. I don't buy a lot of Ben and Jerry's eat ice cream anyway. Uh, so no, no, no problem. But the fact is, it's just fast that... Um, uh, the CEO in a, a, a Matthew McCarthy of Ben & Jerry's wrote in 2021, he said, to move forward, America must be honest about our racist past and we must fix it. Talking about structural racism and stolen lands. And so evidently Matthew McCarthy, CEO of Ben & Jerry's, uh, called for uh, to, to overcome this racist past. And evidently Ben & Jerry's own headquarters is... Um, uh, took took some white privilege, and they took the land from Native Americans, and uh, some Native Americans are saying, hey, listen, we're indigenous, and you're on our land. So before you point from Vermont to South Dakota, why don't you give us our land back? And again, silence and crickets are happening from the Ben & Jerry's headquarters. All right, glad to have you here on the radio show. Coming up on the program, uh, talk a little bit about global warming, radical climate change, and how there's actually some labor unions in America that are kind of starting to wake up and say, hmm, maybe, just maybe, um, these climate change agendas put forth by the party that we usually back are not necessarily the most beneficial for us as workers in America. We'll talk to Mark Mix uh, coming up, one of my favorite guests. He's always on the program. And also, Mark will dive into the topic that there's a new... Uh, labor secretary nominated by the name of Julie Sue in Washington uh, to be again to, to be the head of the labor department and should she be rejected or should she not we'll talk to Mark Mix about that in just a few moments and Julie Sue I'll, I'll tell you more about it but Mark Mix is the president of the National Right to Work Committee and he has a very set opinion on Julie Sue whether she should be confirmed and it looks like she may be struggling to get votes even among Democrats. I'll give the very latest on that in the next hour of the show. 8.05 this morning, just over an hour away, we'll talk to Don Overcash, Mayor Pro Tem from Loveland, talking about Loveland, uh, homelessness, crime, downtown, uh, all the things that we kind of began talking about late last week. Everybody stand by. My number, by the way, is 866-888-5449. Facebook.com slash Jimmy Lakey fan page. Stand by, Lakey on the radio. Good morning, 600 KCOL. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.